Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Wilmington, North Carolina with my good friend Patrick Stoy of mcmortgagegroup.com. Pat visited Wilmington in 1986 and never wanted to leave after experiencing life on the coast. He returned home and moved here six months later to start his family and mortgage business. In this episode, Pat and I talk about touring the battleship USS North Carolina, exploring the grounds at Early Gardens, and seeing the aquarium at Fort Fisher. You'll hear about these three amazing experiences and so much more. If you know someone interested in visiting North Carolina, I'd love it if you share this episode with them. The show notes and our one-page guide to Pat's tips are available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Wilmington. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Acorns is one of my favorite apps because it helps me invest spare change automatically. Every time I make a purchase with a registered debit or credit card, the transaction is rounded up to the next dollar. Then, Acorn invests these roundups in my personalized portfolio. Plus, when you shop at participating retailers or service providers, you can earn additional found money to invest in your future. Examples of current and previous partners include DoorDash, Liberty Mutual, Macy's, and FedEx. I've been using Acorns for years and love how much money I've saved up from all these small investments. Sign up using my referral link at wetravelthere.com forward slash acorns to start saving today. Hey, Pat, welcome to the show. Hey, Lee. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I mean, we've been friends for so many years. We've been talking about coming out there to visit you in Wilmington, North Carolina. Just have never have had a chance to do it yet, but I'm like, all right, let's get you on the show. Let's find out all about the good things to do there. And that way I can book my trip and, and come out and visit you. Come on, man. Get it booked. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So what's your connection to Wilmington? Um, I came and visited in 1996 and found this little slice of heaven and uh, decided I never wanted to uh, leave it once I found it. I literally was here six months later in 1996, and I have never left my primary residence. Oh, that's so awesome. And I know you've been raising your family there and everything else, and I see all the pictures that you post, and it just looks absolutely gorgeous. It is. It is. It is uh, one of these places that no matter where I travel in the United States, when I land back here, I know why I live here. Absolutely gorgeous. That's right. So if you had to describe like the people or the city in just a couple of words, how would you do that? Vibrant. I mean, really is. I mean, the best thing about this, there is there's a lot of energy, um, a lot of culture, just a lot of different people from different areas. And so you really get a lot of different you know, I guess it called attitudes is a good way of calling it, <laughs> but they're literally, I mean, it, it is just a lot of different options. You, you literally have everything here that you can imagine. I mean, all the way from ice skating rings to uh, being on the beach in, in, in less than 10 minutes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I was doing a lot of research at the Visitors Bureau's website, uh, wilmingtonandbeaches.com. And I heard a lot of great things about Wilmington, you know, from, from the years, because my brother lives only a couple hours from there. But I only thought it was the beach. And I, when I was doing all the research, I'm like, oh, my God, there's like so much to do there. Uh, and that's one of the things I love about this podcast, being able to interview like smaller towns like this and learn about all the great things there is to do. So that way you can add it to your list of places to go. Yeah, no, I mean, it is, it is a hidden gem. And I think people have found it here recently over the last couple of years as the population has, uh, has exploded. Absolutely. And I know it's made a lot of like the best of lists and everything in the last couple of years, too, for sure. Now, if people are planning their, their visit to, to come out there, what time of year should they plan on visiting? Obviously, you know, you're right there on the coast, so it does get a little chilly, I think, with like the wind coming in from like the ocean, but 
I think it's also pretty temperate weather, right? Yeah, well, here's the best part about it. We get all four seasons here. I mean, that's the, literally the best part about it. If you like the super hot, come in July. If you like the cooler, come in the fall and the spring. That's the good part. We literally get all four seasons right here, being on the, the border of that North South Carolina along the coast. So the weather is great year round. It can literally be cold for a day or two, but three or four days later, it can be up to 70 degrees, even during the winter months. I've had many Thanksgiving and Christmases and flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty ideal. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, obviously, like you mentioned, like the weather's pretty good year-round. Uh, are there certain festivals or, or annual events that maybe somebody wants to plan the trip around coming to that? Yeah. I mean, in the spring, you have what's called the Azalea Festival. It's a huge festival that happens. Of course, azalea plants are blooming at that time. So that's why it's called the Azalea Festival. Brings in a lot of live music, a lot of events going around town. Um, it's a great time to come here in the spring and just see what's happening as, as winter's behind us and all the, uh, the the trees and plants and everything's starting to bloom. And it really kind of kicks off that that's the beginning of summer season here in the Wilmington area. So that's kind of what starts the year. You know, as you kind of get through the year, multiple events are always happening. And then the tail end of the year, one of my favorite is when we get to the winter months, you've got what's called early gardens here in town and they do a, they decorate it really, really nice for Christmas time. And uh, it's a, a wonderful way to kind of end up the year from all the festivals. And then kind of it's a quiet period until Azalea Festival comes back around again and starts kind of kicking it off again. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. One of the other things that I saw from looking at the website there. Uh, is it, I guess the fourth Friday of every month, they have like a kind of an after hour celebration at, at some of the, the local art galleries and, and other cultural type of museums and other type of events like that. Yeah, no, the, the Wilmington has a lot of history and a lot of culture. So there is always something going on. I mean, even during, you know, from the fourth, I think it's the fourth Friday you just mentioned there going on in all the different galleries to during the summer months, um, even at Early Gardens, they have every Friday, they have a band out there and then people come and get together out on the lawns and enjoy, you know, getting out of work on Friday. Wilmington's kind of one of those places that the weekend really starts on Thursday. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we kind of really have three day weekends here. I mean, people are working on Friday, but kind of everybody starts on Thursday, but there are a lot of events that are going. Wilmington is very interesting in the aspects that we have old downtown Wilmington with cobblestone streets. To where on the other end you've got the beach and you're literally as the crow flies you're talking probably like five to ten miles doesn't take long and you've got a college that sits in the middle so you've got a lot of culture and a lot of events that are always happening that can appease to a lot of you know different people's senses basically oh that's so cool yeah well, um like i said when i was looking at the site it seems like the the city's kind of broken into different districts based on like what it is that you really want to do when you're in town right no, it is. I mean, there's a Cape Fear River comes right through downtown. You've got a, a river walk that's right along the water there. And then even being in downtown, you've got different districts. Um, there's a soda pop district, there's a cargo district, and all these have their own little attitudes or personalities, I guess is a good way of, of putting it. And a lot of those have different restaurants that are for those particular areas. Um, and you also have different breweries that's in those particular areas. So it, it definitely has its own personality. I mean, there's not too many people that come here and say that they will never come back. Uh, most of the people that come and visit, their whole goal is like, I think I want to move here one day. So <laughs> <laughs> lots of visitors throughout the year. Yeah, they catch that bug like you did. And you know, they come and visit. Next thing you know, they're, they're putting a down payment on a house. And it happens a lot. It is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's take a step back, if you don't mind. 
So you mentioned earlier that Wilmington's kind of like in the, I think in the, the southeastern corner of, of North Carolina. Is that correct? Yep, that's it. If you look at a map of the East Coast, we kind of stick out like a sore thumb. If you look right along the coastline, we pop out there um, as you're coming straight up the coast. We're literally due north of Miami. If you were to look on a globe or a map, basically, Miami's due south, and we, uh, we're sticking out here in the Atlantic Ocean, enjoying the beautiful tropical-looking waters. Right on. So, and then if, yeah, I, I live here in Nashville, and I, I would probably drive there, I, I would think. But for other people, if they want to come visit, I know there's a local airport there that serves a couple of different uh, major airlines. Do you recommend people flying directly in there, or would they fly into like Raleigh and Drive or, or another airport? No, nah, you want to fly directly into Wilmington. It is, it's a very simple airport to get in and out of. American and Delta are the major airlines that are here. United just came in here recently. Um, I think Aereo also just came in. There's a couple little ones that now have a couple more direct flights. Um, but they're actually spinning another wing onto the airport right now based off of the amount of visitors that are coming in every year. Just year over year, it's greater and greater. And, you know, more and more people are finding, you know, this little slice of heaven here. So if you can fly to Wilmington, it's absolutely the best. Otherwise, you know, you're two hours. Unfortunately, the, the Raleigh airport's on the other side of Raleigh. So if you're going to fly into Raleigh, you're, it's a two hour and 15 minute ride. And there's not much on Highway 40 coming in. That's going to do much for you there. And then Myrtle Beach is the other airport, which is also on the south end of Myrtle Beach. So it's probably about an hour, 15, an hour and a half away also. So really the best thing to do is just fly right into Wilmington because there's not much around us outside of being where we are. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So say we're flying directly into Wilmington there. From there, do you recommend renting a car or is there public transportation or should we just use like rideshare to, to get around? Yeah, I mean, Uber's easy here. I mean, the good part about our area, I mean, to go from downtown to the beach, it's not far. I recommend Uber. I mean, most people that are coming here are going to sit here and have a good time. I mean, if it's you're coming in as a couple and you're wanting to experience, you know, some different, call it bars and breweries and stuff like that, um, it's definitely better to Uber. If you're coming in with your, your family, I mean, you know, renting a car and being able to drive, you know, south. I mean, let's just say all the way down to Carolina Beach. Fort Fisher. I mean, you probably would not want to Uber from Wilmington all the way down that, that far. You'd probably want to rent a car at that point. So I'd almost tell you to kind of plan ahead of, am I going to just go see what downtown's like? Am I going to go see the beach in that area? Because you can go from Wilmington to Wrightsville Beach literally in 10 minutes and kind of have that if that's what you're looking for, for a quick trip. But if you're looking to come and like really explore this area, I'd tell you to rent a car. I mean, I've got them right at the airport because if you were to go down to, say, Fort Fisher, Carolina Beach, and, you know, catch the ferry to go over to Southport, you know, you want to have your own car. That'd be a pretty expensive Uber ride. Yeah, that. And then also, if you're in one of these, like, kind of a little bit more isolated areas, even though it's a great attraction, it's probably pretty popular, you may be waiting a little while if you're, if you're trying to wait for a ride share. Yeah, no, it can. It could get expensive, too, because you know how they always like to work that. The demand <laughs> always makes it more expensive, so... Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're just coming for a day or two and you're just trying to see the local and stand in a certain area, just either downtown or the beach, that's fine. But to get out and explore and really see this area, to get to enjoy this area, you'd want to rent a car. That makes a lot of sense. So as far as like exploring the area, you know, you got, like you say, you got the beach, you got some of the, the different districts inside the, uh, the city. Where should we stay when we come visit? Or does it really kind of matter based on what we're going to do? Well, it depends on what kind of what you're looking for. I mean, the best part about being downtown is, I mean, you're there with the cobblestone streets. I mean, there's literally a horse-drawn carriage that you can get on, and they'll go around and show you the history 
of what's happened here. Um, there's a haunted ghost tour. If you like to do that, bar crawls. I mean, there just literally is a little bit of everything here. Um, there's the USS North Carolina is right across the river. So you can literally take a ferry from downtown, catch the little boat ride over to the battleship, go explore the battleship for a while. I mean, that in itself is a full day of walking through that. Downtown, there, there's a couple hotels like that are right along the water. I know Embassy Suites just built a big one down here. It's got a nice rooftop bar on it. It's got a Hilton brand that's right down on the water. Um, and there's a couple little boutique hotels that are also in downtown Wilmington. So there's not a bad place. Everything is in walking distance downtown from one bridge to the other. It's very easy, especially with the river walk there. You can walk literally right along the water where one end of it starts over at Elijah's and Pilot House and the other end ends down there where they've got a, um, a concert, um, an outdoor amphitheater that just got built with big names that come through for concerts. So if you're into music, check and see who's, who's uh, coming through and uh, enjoy downtown. That sounds like a lot of fun for sure. Now uh, you mentioned the, the couple boutique hotels because like I'm, I like to use miles and points a lot of times when I, when I travel, but I also, I want to experience something that's a little bit more like the local culture and boutique mom and pop type of shop. What are the names of those uh, boutique hotels you'd recommend? Yeah. One of them that me and my wife stayed in, it was called the hive. Um, it was a really interesting, just unique hotel. So it's called the hive. The big hotel downtown is hotel ballast, which is owned by Hilton. And then there are some other smaller ones that are around, but the hive is the one that me and my wife stayed at recently. We wanted to be downtown for a weekend for our anniversary. And we, so we stayed there for a couple of days while enjoying just walking around downtown. Okay. Um, now let's talk about, we've, we kind of been hinting around a little bit of all the different things to do. And we talked about a couple of different topics, uh, but what are some of the main things we should do when we're visiting to kind of get like that culture and that history uh, of, of Wilmington? Yeah. So one thing that a lot of people don't know that we are actually Hollywood studios of the East coast. We actually have a screen gym studio here. Um, this is where Dawson's Creek was filmed. One tree Hill, Iron Man three was here. So one thing to do is if you're into the movie stuff, there's a screen gym studio that you can actually go do a tour right in midtown. And so it's interesting to do that downtown carriage ride. I mean, that's something you got to do just to hear the history of what downtown Wilmington has been through and what it is and the art, the architecture that's here by all the different architects of building in this area. And then of course, getting to the beaches, getting your feet in the sand and getting your feet in the water and seeing what that is. But the big things are really just smelling the salt air from being at the beach, <laughs> go down and go walk the, uh, the battleship there. We have an aquarium. The North Carolina aquarium um, is down at Fort Fisher, which is amazing. Um, and then Fort Fisher itself, a lot of history here from, the civil war that happened. So just a lot of different things. I mean, it's, it's really a sense senses for the eyes, the nose, and just smelling the salt air, seeing the water, seeing the history that's here and just enjoying it. It's really just a special place. I mean, I, I can say that cause I live here, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I know you have a, a, a younger daughter kind of like, you know, I have young children, you know, I'm always, whenever I travel, I'm always looking for like, okay, fun things for me, but also fun things for them. And I know there's some some cool things like a like there's like a railroad museum there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is where I was at CTX used to be out of here before they moved up to Roanoke, Virginia. So this used to be a big railroad place, and they've they've got a museum here of just kind of showing the history of it. You know what that was. So that's really good. Um, the other one that I really enjoyed, my kids have enjoyed. There's the children's museum which is very interactive. It's inside and outside. I mean, they literally have like an old school bus out there. 
that you can go crawl around in and we've actually been to some birthday parties there for other kids and stuff and it's really an interactive children's museum the good part that's right downtown so on a rainy day it's a perfect thing to go do you've got that and then you've got a uh it's not a Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of uh, museum, but one of those museums where all the creepy crawly things, <laughs> the amazing things. So it's just, there literally is around every corner. I mean, every time that I even go downtown and walk, there's always something new or something, you know, like, oh, I've been here this long. I didn't realize that I had been here. So. Oh, sure. Sure. We talked about earlier about like Airly Park. I mean, Airly Gardens and that seemed really cool. I mean, I guess it's like, it's really big. It's like 67 acres. So it's pretty massive. And I think it's one of the great places to take kids, let them run around, get like all their energy out. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of like state parks also nearby, like Carolina beach state park uh, seems like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you have on the North end of Carolina beach, you can actually go and get a permit and drive your vehicle up on the beach and spend the night. So that's one thing that's unique and that's on the North end of Carolina beach, which is kind of cool. And, and just all around town. I mean, there are so many, little parks that are here. And one, one thing that's interesting is Venus flytraps, you know, the little plants that eat, eat the bugs. Yeah. This is where they're located. They're not anywhere else, but there, there's actually a Venus flytrap park that you can walk through and see them and, uh, you know, see that kind of plant that's kind of unique, leads you back to the little shop of horrors. Video, if you think <laughs> about it, they don't get that big, but you know, it's kind of unique to see a, a plant that actually eats for sure for <laughs> animals. Sure. And obviously being on the coast for people that like to fish, there's a lot of opportunities for fishing and also like snorkeling and scuba from what I saw on the website. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we have great fishing. I mean, that's kind of what I do in my downtime when I need to disconnect is get, you know, get on the boat and jump offshore. There's a lot of great charter fishing captains around here, whether you're going out of Wrightsville beach, you're going out of Carolina beach has a whole Marina or even up in topsail and surf city area, lots of great fishing. Um, Gulf Stream's probably about 50 to 60 miles offshore. Um, there's a lot of artificial reefs and wrecks offshore, so that makes it great for scuba divers. And, you know, snorkeling, of course, you're going to do a little bit on the inside <laughs> along the, uh, the, inner, the inner banks, basically. But, no, fishing is huge around here. There's a lot of great opportunities, whether you like being offshore and going trolling or if you like to be just taking the kids out and going and catching little fish or crabbing, lots of opportunities. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that even if you're not comfortable being out in the boat, maybe get a little seasick or something like that, that you could do a lot of from like the, the pier or like just from the shore a lot too as well. Yeah, uh, all the piers along the beaches, Um, you got to pay a couple bucks. You can go out there and fish all night if you want to. I mean, we always like to take people. There's a restaurant down at Wrightsville Beach called the Oceanic, and there's a pier that's there that you can literally walk out and people are fishing at the end. Um, there's Johnny Mercer's Pier, um, which is also at Wrightsville Beach. Those are kind of the two piers. Go there and watch people fish. I mean, it's really interesting of what they can catch um, at the end of it. I think it's Johnny Mercer's Pier is actually the one you can fish off of. The one at the Oceanics at the end of it got messed up from a hurricane a couple of years ago, and they haven't made it back to per se fishing yet. But great opportunity there. I just really, I mean, this area literally has a little bit of everything because <laughs> we have such a good climate that it's not generally cold all the time. But it's it gives you a lot of a lot of options all the time. I mean, we see people, you know, I mean, you can rent a pontoon and go all on the intercoastal waterway. Um, the intercoastal waterway is, of course, a highway for boats that goes all the way from Maine down to Florida, comes right along here. You know, I see people all the time renting pontoons and just getting out there and uh, renting it and, and exploring by the water because it's interesting to see things from the water compared to the land and just getting to see that nature that's out here. Plus, also get to see 
you know, some nice backyards of big houses. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> One of the other things, I'm, I'm a big sports fan, and I, I saw that you actually also have like a minor league baseball team there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sharks, the Wilmington Sharks, um, they play over at Legion Stadium. It's, it's a good thing to go and uh, do on a, a weekday night, go over and watch some baseball. One thing a lot of people don't know about Wilmington, which I'm sure everybody's heard of Michael Jordan, but this is where he's actually from. He uh, played high school basketball at Laney High School. Um, so this is where he grew up and played before he went to the University of North Carolina. That's so cool. Now, like, obviously, we mentioned a lot about the boats and some of the other culture that's going on in, in Wilmington. Obviously, that brings a lot of uh, just amazing food and culture and just flavors that you can't find el- elsewhere. Like, What are some of your favorite restaurants that people need to uh, visit when they come here? Oh, man. So many. <laughs> Depends on what side of town you're on. So being downtown, Elijah's. Um, is a great place. It's literally two restaurants in one with their sister restaurant, the Pilot House, which is a little bit nicer, right on the Riverwalk. They've got the regular sit-down restaurant, but they have what's called an oyster bar. So when you walk into it, you want to make sure you go to the left if you're looking for the, the oyster bar with uh, raw oysters and, and crab legs and um, things like that. So if I'm downtown, that's generally where I'm taking people is, hey, let's go to Elijah's, go sit at the oyster bar. We've got outside seating. Really nice place. Um, and then if you're you know, down at, let's just say Carolina Beach, like my favorite restaurant down there is called Freddy's. It's an Italian restaurant. It's very, very small. I think it's probably like 13 tables in there. And their big thing that they do is uh, pork chops is kind of what they do. And they have a uh, barb sauce. It's family sauce. So when they bring out your salad, um, they give you what's called barb sauce. We literally like leave with two to three jars of that every time <laughs> that we're there because it's so good. You could just literally drink it. I will tell you, like my go-to when I travel is lamb chops. I always like to try, you know, rack of lamb basically everywhere. They have the best rack of lamb of anywhere that I've tasted. And I like to travel and eat food. So um, Freddy's at Carolina Beach, Curry Beach down that way. Elijah's downtown Wilmington. My favorite overall restaurant, if I'm going to take somebody somewhere, is called Portland Grill. It's over at Lumina Station as you head toward Wrightsville Beach off of Eastwood Road. Absolutely my favorite restaurant. It's a little expensive, but it is an event when you go there and eat. So that's my favorite there. And then other than that, I mean, you've got, if you want the view, go down to the Oceanic at Wrightsville Beach. You're sitting literally right on the pier. You can sit right outside on the pier um, and eat. Great, great place. And then if you want to be on the Intercoastal Waterway, there's a restaurant called Blue Water on one side. And you've got the Bridge Tender the fish house. I mean, it's just a bunch of little restaurants in walking distance of each other right along the intercoastal waterway at the drawbridge at Riceville beach. So just kind of depends on what you're in the mood for. Absolutely. Well, um, obviously, you know, there's like so many things to do in, in Wilmington. You want to have a good breakfast before you head out. Do you have any recommendations for a good breakfast before you start the day? Yeah. So my favorite restaurant for breakfast is actually called cast iron kitchen. It's up in Ogden. Great food, really, really good food to uh, go and eat. Some other restaurants around town, again, depending on where you're at, there is a restaurant called Internal Sunshine Cafe, um, which is really good. That's downtown. You've got Famous Toastery is another one that you really can't go wrong with any breakfast place. There's Sweet and Savory. I mean, I could keep listing breakfast places on and on um, because there's so many of them. So you're not going to run into a bad restaurant here. I mean, it's kind of crazy to say, but I mean, you've got a lot of chefs that have been here for a long time that when the Culinary Institute was down in Charleston. And of course, now they're in Charlotte. They love to be along the coast. So we get a good variety of chefs that come in and give us a a wonderful different types of uh, food for our palate, basically. Nice, nice. Now, say if I'm coming out there, I'm going to leave the kids with grandma. We're going to go out for like a little nice couple's weekend. 
Uh, where would we go if we want like a, a nice drink after, after dinner or, or something like that? Um, a nice drink after dinner. Um, I would probably recommend the bridge tender if you are going to be on the beach side. And if you're going to be downtown, um, I would actually probably recommend you go to the embassy suites and go to the top floor. There is a really nice restaurant on top of that and bar area. It's actually just a bar area, but it gives you up, you know, your 30 floors up in the air. <laughs> so you get to, get to see a really good view. You're right across from the battleship. So that's interesting. There are a couple private clubs that you can get into. Um, if you Google them and find out, there's one that's called the Penthouse, which is really nice. It's on the top floor of a building right on the corner of Market and Front Street. So that's really a, a unique one. But there's, there's, there's literally, I mean, Wilmington has a lot of bars being that we're a beach community. People come here, expect to have a good time. So there's really not a bad place to go have a drink. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things that I saw that seemed pretty cool from the website, the Wilmington and Beaches website is uh, the blind elephant. That seemed pretty cool. It's like a, I guess a speakeasy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little uh, down an alley uh, speakeasy that's there. You've got some other downtown. I was just thinking about like the blue post. It's been in a lot of a lot of TV shows and stuff like that. It's called the Blue Post. And then the oldest bar in Wilmington is called the Barbary Coast. So a lot of people kind of, they walk by, they're like, I don't know if I want to go in there. But at the end, of the, it, it is a really cool, it's the oldest bar in Wilmington. It's got a pool table in there. They've got a back deck. You can look out and see the water. And it's, it's, it's a good place to go downtown just to uh, experience old, old Wilmington and kind of what the locals go to. Now, that seems awesome. Now, Pat, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips. Uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of sad that I haven't been there, you know, all these years that, we, <laughs> that on, we've been man. friends, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got an extra room for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Right on. But now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Wilmington, where should they go and what should they eat? Man, if you're coming to Wilmington and you're going to do one meal, I would actually tell you to probably go to the fish house and have a shrimp burger with cheddar cheese on top of it. They have these nice little curly fries that are super good. Dip them in some ranch dressing, and that's that's about as uh, Wilmington as you can uh, can get right there. Oh, that sounds pretty delicious. Now, like you said, you've lived there for for many years now. After <laughs> coming there as a visitor and deciding, <laughs> hey, this is where I want to live. Obviously, you've had a lot of great memories over the years. What's one of the most memorable? Man, most memorable. You know what? It, it's interesting is probably being out on the islands that are right off here, whether it's summertime and you, you jump on a boat and you go out there and there's some shuttles that actually take people out to the islands um, that are right offshore here. It's just getting out there and enjoying the, the sand and the family and the friends and just being out there and, and, and just smelling that salt air and, and, and that warm water is really the, the big piece of it. And the, I guess the other flip side of that is, you know, running out here on the boat during Christmas Day and Thanksgiving Day. I mean, we you know, pretty feel pretty fortunate to be living here that I've taken the the nieces and the nephews and the kids and we've gone right out here to one of the islands and we're the only people on it, literally. And you can literally say, like, I have my own island today. So that's probably some of the most memorable things of being here is is outside of working and living here all the time is time out on these islands and enjoying them. Whether there's a lot of people on there who's having a great time or just being out there and walking around without anybody bothering you, just you and the dog. I've done that a couple of times. That sounds pretty <laughs> ideal for sure. <laughs> well, speaking of good times and happy memories, uh, where's the happiest happy hour in Wilmington? Oh, happiest happy hour. Waterman's Brewery is a good one down toward Wrightsville Beach. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, there are so many breweries in here in town that Flytrap, Broomtail, there's just a lot of them that 
you know, there's really not a bad place. Um, like I said, Wilmington in this area, we start on Thursdays. We don't really wait for Friday for the weekend. So just supporting all the local breweries that are here is really the best place. Right on. Hey, you know, you twist your arm. You got to do it. I really don't want to drink, but I, I'm, I'm just trying to support them, you know? That's it. Support <laughs> local, baby. Right on. Yeah, my, my buddy David Esquire, he calls it uh, Baby Friday. That's when you start on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> right. On. Well, one of the things I always do whenever I travel is check out the local pizza. Uh, what's the best place for pepperoni pizza on, in Wilmington? So our local restaurant chain that's here is called Slice of Life. Think about that. Who don't want a slice of life? <laughs> <laughs> so Slice of Life, there's a couple different ones. There's downtown. There's at the beach. Um, there is Vito's Pizza at the beach. If you go to Wrightsville Beach, Vito's Pizza, that is, you know, that's, they're only right there. You, they don't do delivery. You got to go there and get it. So if you're at Wrightsville Beach late night, you're going to do Vito's. But other than that, Slice of Life has got about five or six locations spread out all over town. That is my go-to hangout, have great pizza, have a good beer kind of pizza place. Sounds perfect to me. Now, uh, knowing you as friends, uh, we talk about travel all the time when we're, when we're texting back and forth and everything. Uh, so I know you love to travel. If you had to give like just one tip for that, what would that be? For Wilmington here, what I would tell you is if you're going to come to Wilmington, plan on spending and, you know, just say spend a week, stay downtown for a couple nights, stay at the beach for a couple nights. Uh, I know, like I mentioned a couple hotels downtown. I mean, the one that's at Wrightsville beach that even though I live here that we will actually go stay in because it feels like a vacation is the Holiday Inn Sunspree down at Wrightsville Beach. Amazing, amazing. There's just really resort island feeling is good. If you don't want that kind of thing, there's also what's called the Blockade Runner, um, which is on the a little further south on the on the beach. Those are two oceanfront, just really good places. Being. So that I, I would tell you, if you're going to come here and you're trying to figure it all out in one trip, Stay three nights downtown, go three nights to the beach, and really get to understand both sides of town. Absolutely. Yeah. You get that whole, really the complete experience, being able to experience all the, the wonderful things the city has to offer. Absolutely. And, then, and, and and I still find new stuff every day, and I've been here for 23 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now, um, obviously, I know you, you've, you've done a lot of mortgages for me for personally, as well as for rental properties and stuff like that. But for the audience that doesn't know you, can you tell them a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah. So I am a true independent mortgage broker. I've been doing this for 23 years, just pretty much all of North Carolina, South Carolina, and just helping people understand real estate here from a finance standpoint in North Carolina, um, especially here in Southeastern North Carolina, where you know a lot of people would either like to move here as their primary residence or they eventually want to move here. So we help people buy that second home or buy that you know, investment property that they would like to come and, you know, either keep as rental all the time or have access to when they're not utilizing it, but yet there's enough rent that comes in that helps cover the payment for them. Who doesn't like to have that, right? So really just 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 helping people understand the best way of purchasing a property, whether primary, secondary, or investment property, and helping them arrange the financing and uh you know, helping them understand why this is a wonderful area to not only live in, but to invest in, because if more and more people find this area, of course, it's just going to help the values continue to go up because it is a really special place. For sure. And I know you've helped me tremendously with all my properties, and I really appreciate that. And hopefully you'll be able to help out some of the listeners as well. I'll definitely include links to your website. But if somebody has questions uh, you know, about a mortgage or about Wilmington, what's the best way to reach you on social media? 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, the best place is LinkedIn. Look for me on LinkedIn. Um, you can also go to Google and just go Patrick Stoy Mortgages, and it literally will pull me up. I've been doing this for a long time. Been doing a lot of business, helped a lot of people acquire homes, and um, find me that way, either LinkedIn or just Google my name, and you'll be able to find me. Right on. Well, Pat, well, again, I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all those amazing tips for Wilmington. I, and I'm definitely going to come out there and, and hang out with you one of these days. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, we look forward to seeing you until we travel there. All right, Lee. Appreciate it. What an awesome conversation with Pat. I've been doing business with Pat for more than 15 years, and I never realized how amazing Wilmington is. After this interview, I need to book a trip to visit this summer with my family. You can find all the links we talked about today and our one-page guide to Pat's tips at wetravelthere.com forward slash Wilmington. We want to say thank you to Acorns for being today's affiliate partner. With Acorns, you can invest spare change automatically on every purchase that you make. Plus, you can earn fan money by shopping at participating retailers. This is a great way to easily build up your travel fund. For a limited time, when you sign up at wetravelthere.com forward slash Acorns, we'll both earn $5. Join us next time as we head to the wild woods of New Jersey to speak with my new friend, Priscilla Loomis of PriscillaLoomis.com. In this episode, Priscilla and I talk about amusement park rides and games on the boardwalk, attending country fest, and experiencing the doo-wop culture of the 1950s and 60s. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell me what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations. 